What do you got there? It's a copy of... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 2017. Hey, where'd you find that? It was... Found behind the vending machine. Yeah, I'm ready. I got so, this shit. So, this I'm one starts a little bit baby. after Woo. the first one, right? Or yeah, Gardens of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Um, it starts off with showing uh, Ego, who we come to know as Ego, mm-hmm. driving around with uh, Star-Lord's mom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in Montana mm-hmm. in 1980. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out if that timing worked out for that. Because when did, in the beginning of the first movie, when did they show what year it was when he was a little kid? It's like 84, 85. But he was like old. He was older like, he was, or he was like 10 or 12. That's what I felt. So a few years gap there, huh? No, he was... Uh, Can you, when do you look it up? Well, I, don't think I don't think they tell his age, but I, you're right. It's There's a four or five year gap. Yeah, there. it wasn't 1990-something. No, it was no, like it 1980. I was so you give her a year yeah. to be pregnant, unless she had it, you know, got pregnant and had a kid fast. Who knows? You're right. You could, yeah, you're right, because he's a special kid. And he, uh, he's, he's an alien, and yeah. then he shows the little flower on the ground that we don't know what that's going to do, but that's mm. the opening of it. And they're playing that song, Brandy, uh, mm. by Looking Glass. And then, Jay, what's uh, the plot of the movie after that? What? What's the basic oh, plot I'm of sorry, Guardians of the Galaxy I was Volume looking, 2? A, um, Are you looking up the year of the I was movie? I was trying to look up the, the whole thing here to find out um, how old talk. he was. I'll and, keep talking because I always do, and... Uh, so the plot of this one, I think okay. it's a boy out of touch with his dad. And um, just because somebody births you or gives you doesn't mean they're your father. I think it's all family. Yeah. It's all family. Oh, it's also, we t- do we talk about Fast 9? Because <laughs> it's also Nebula and Gamora dealing with their, some of oh, more of their stuff. Finn Diesel's in this. Oh, my yeah, God. Well, they all, he starts with everything with family. family. <laughs> it's yep. all about family to have. But this is he probably, must own Olive Garden. This is probably <laughs> some of his best acting, though, I would say. Actually, I made a note. Vin Diesel's best acting. This is some of Vin Diesel's. I best actually made acting. a note and I put this is Stallone's best acting when he shows up later. He, yeah, he. Well, yeah, I've. I don't think he's been in anything where he said less. <laughs> so the beginning of the film, or the the introdu- like reintroduction though. to our heroes, is they're on uh, uh, the Sovereign fighting this giant uh, waiting at obelisk. Eyeball, yeah, the obelisk to thing. show up. They're hired by the, these advanced beings to protect their batteries, which they just keep in containers out in the open. Like, do they grow battery? Like, I just, if you I, think about it too much, I'm like, <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but they're. This thing has come to drain their batteries. Comes to eat the batteries or whatever, right. yeah. And uh, Rocket is, I, I wrote this. This is go, one of the better intros. Oh. It's, intro's amazing. For oh, sure. Rocket. 1988, by the way. Okay, so he was eight years old? I uh, suppose okay. it's possible. Yeah, he was, that's what, um, that's yeah, right. I was going to say he was. That's about right. Um, that's right, yeah. So he, uh, yeah, Rocket's setting up the speakers, so he wants to play mm. music. I, I think through the whole movie, he always calls it, oh, Quill wants to listen to this. Quill yeah. wants, and I really, really do think, because when he's alone in the camp by himself later in the movie, he's blasting the music, because I think yeah. he just likes the music, but wants to blame it on Quill. You know what I mean? Mm. I think that's a rock, Rocket little thing that I like. This does, this does what a good sequel is supposed to do, mm. is take everything we know from the first one and just elevate all the characters and get into their headspace more. You know, like they consider what uh, X Men two mm-hmm. or Spider Man two. It's the two that does it. The two, the two, the best ones because mm-hmm. they take mm-hmm. what you had and just you expand know, on it. Yeah. Make it every make make everything bigger and better. I mean, bigger is typically what they do, but like mm-hmm. getting into the nitty well, yeah, gritty they, of the characters. They're fighting a fucking planet, <laughs> so that's pretty damn big. Well, I mean, yeah, to the I end, mean, but even just the characterizations because people like that movie because of the characters well, they figured, delved into. Well, the you, you understood Drax. Drax definitely. Um, 
From Razor Guardians to the second Guardians, he really comes into his own. Well, some people complain and say that they think he's dumber. And no. I actually think he's... He just talks he's more. Just la- and he's lax. He's, he's just relaxed, talks, right? Yeah. He's with his new family, his friends. And, and I seriously think... He's hilarious. He's, Him and Mantis so, are awesome. Yes. So I don't think he's dumber. I think it's just very dry humor from him. Like later he's he literal, goes, right? He goes, he's, he's literal. literal. He goes, yeah, he goes you're, you're beautiful on the inside. Because <laughs> he's still calling her ugly. He knows what he's doing. Yes. I don't think that makes him dumb. Right. Because he's aware of what he's doing. I think he's just super, super no, fucking dry but did, was, but and super literal. Didn't Racket say in the first one that his my, people are very literal, though? Yeah. yeah, yeah that's like what he, it's yeah. going way over his head. And my then he's father like, talked yeah. often of how he impregnated my mother. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, was a beautiful thing. <laughs> well, you got a point, right? I mean, ha- having it's there are dancers and not dancers. You are a dancer. You look foolish. She, Gamora is not a dancer. I saw my wife the moment she wasn't dancing, and I became engorged. You know, like you just, <laughs> yes. they're just yeah. dragged. That's all. So I put uh, for that obelisk fighting that first creature. Why wouldn't the sovereign, if they have all that fleet of all those ships, why wouldn't they just fly their ships? Well, yeah, they're drones, well, basically, no, right? But you, can't, drones. you can't hurt it from the outside. So those drones could have did nothing to it. I guess that's Well, true. how did it have then, a cut on its neck then? Because that's I how think they that were was able from there. They did enough damage to them somehow. They Yeah, I don't think those drones probably would have hurt it. Well, just then why, well, why not? Well, and that they're expendable. No. Well, well, I think Drax goes Dra- inside of it to hurt it, remember? Well, I guess if they hire... Oh, okay, so Drax going inside of it, I think is a good... Technically, it works because he's going to be able to cut the inside. Because they argued and said, well, his skin should be just as powerful on the inside as it is on the it's outside. just as thick. But that's not true, too, because there's... Remember uh, Translucent? Or an organs. Remember Translucent from uh, the, boys? the boys? Well, the, if he swallows a grenade, he's going to explode from the inside out because his protection's on the outside of the well, skin. Well, okay, yep. so 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 tac- so technically they were wrong in that too. He has a point, right? No, yes. he should have. Drax should have been smarter of the group there, correct? No, but Translucent should have just went like this and then stayed as one piece. Yes, his skin would have been a net, but he would have been oh, dead. He would have right, been dead because it, okay. yeah, it would have shredded all his interior, but his skin should have still like. I wish yeah. you guys would have saw it. It was uh, just imagine a. Uh, orange uh, just spreading in the skin and then coming back together again. That's uh, yes. how Jake, I think, explained it. That's a, yes. But, right. but, but, but that's I so think Drax was the intelligent of the three. He needed to go more for like a heart versus yeah. wherever he kind of stayed put and was just stabbing <laughs> yeah. at the wall. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Uh, and then, uh, well, that part made him maybe look a little dumb, but. <laughs> and then the whole, when they showed that whole area for the Sovereign and everybody's all gold, I kept going, I'm like, oh, didn't they show Adam Warlock, which then I was like, oh, that's one of the post credits. But I'm like, didn't they show that casket earlier? And they really didn't. Oh, um, then uh, with Karen Gillan, they, they, the whole reason they did it was to get hired. They got hired for this job so they could get Nebula. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karen Gillan, in the first film, she shaved her head bald in real life. And, like, James Gunn's like, you didn't need to do that. We can do it with makeup. So for this one, she had grown her hair back, so she just put on prosthetics. But I guess if they hired the Guardians of the Galaxy and they failed, then all they lose is they lose nothing, right, mm-hmm. versus losing all their ships. And then Drax. Or I mean, even uh, people. Or if, people. Depending on how they did it. But, yeah, because what they were, they were uh, just genetically engineered. That's what they say they are. Basically, right? They're not. Okay. So how do they get that gold skin then? Is that just their species or it's something? It's just how advanced they've made themselves, I suppose. Yeah. And a- the- Adam's going to come out with the same color skin. I think that's what they bounced it off of. Because her, her um, what's her name? The head of them. Well, she's not really the head. Um, yeah, I don't remember. It's Debicki. Her no. name, Elizabeth Debicki from, uh, Gaunt, uh, from uh, Ashley, Tenet. Ashia. Um, Aisha. Aisha. Aisha is her name. And she's in the comics. She's like the alternate mm-hmm. to Adam. So oh. she's going to have goat skin, Adam's going to have goat skin. Right. Okay. Oh, sorry. And I liked when they flew the ships, too, how you had the old, old school video game noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. it's like an arcade. It was like their like, arcades uh, 
room or something like that. I know they're, they're all like, rooting on him on the side and yes. they're chasing him down and shooting and chasing which, him through all the when they go because they realize he leaves with that the quantum asteroid feel, which I thought is a neat idea. Well, that is that was a new idea, a neat idea. Well, the, uh, what's her name again? Ashley, not Ashley. Aisha, ask him. Who, well, Queen I know Sovereign. your mom. Who's your dad? Because she sees something different in him at that point. Yeah, right? she says he has a strange genetic makeup because yeah. they're obsessed with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And she sees something in him that's not right. Human. And then or, Rocket says something to them. Or is it Rocket or Drax that says something to the insults? No, Rocket says an insult and then he does the wink, but he winks oh, on the wrong so side. So you guys so aren't see. always assholes or something he says to him yeah, like that? Yeah, something yeah. like that. And then gives him a wink up to um, Star-Lord and he's oh, he's just, they caught it. And so he ends up walking. They're all leaving and walking out and he realizes he has one of the, Rocket has one of the batteries on a him. A bunch of them. He's a bunch got of a, batteries like on a him. bag full of them, yeah. And then, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Song starts playing as they're chasing after him through the rockets and shooting him. And, and then that's when you get the back, or the, the there's the root on the ship, which is a funny joke. Right, he's like, why are him. they chasing us? And Drax is like, oh, because Rockets stole the whole bag. I'm like, <laughs> what? Don't tell me. He's like, I mean, I don't <laughs> And they do the whole, uh, uh, the root that Nebula wants to eat. And they're like, it's not ripe. It's, it's oh, not, it it's not they, ripe. It's not they ripe. run that for a while. Yeah. yeah. And the sh- back of the ship gets blown off. Drax ends up going out in a spacesuit because they don't have any guns in the back, and he's just flying back to shooting at the last of the yeah. ships. Once they get through that quantum asteroid field, then all the, the they find out all the, the sovereign fleet. fleet went around it and are swarming them. And then that's when Dad you see Eagle for the first time on an egg, and he's like, <laughs> "A little one inch man." That's what Rocket calls yes. him. He's like, "A little one inch man saved us." <laughs> yeah. They had a lot of jokes. I, I honestly was one of them. What was weird with watching this one and then watching Ragnarok afterward. I remember thinking Ragnarok was very funny, and this one I actually laughed at way more than I did Ragnarok, and I don't know why. You know why, because you know what you're getting with Guardians, with Thor, this is the first time they... I think maybe, is it because of the shock of... And then Thor, like, we, we, we talked about this before outside of a podcast, where something tragic will happen, and they're cracking a joke right after, and the tragedy never sits Which, in. I guess we'll get into that one when we yeah, get but, to but, it. But, so a, but yeah. I think that's what it is. You know you're getting comedy from this, and it's already set the tone. You already know what you're getting. I guess so. None of that stuff was with Thor before, and it's it's more characters doing mm-hmm. it too. Yep. Everybody's got their own little sense yep. of humor moment. Well, it helps bring them together. So yeah, as they're as they're crashing into the planet, I kept thinking Gamora's hanging in the back, holding on to Drax, and you're seeing first for the first time how strong she is. You don't really realize how 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 strong she is, but Gamora. Yeah, but she's holding on to him. And I'm just thinking. At a certain point, when they're flying through the trees, crashing, she should have just let him go. But technically, she's like. The number one fighter in that galaxy, like she's a badass. She knows all. She's yeah, daughter, daughter of Thanos, know, so and she, also she's she's a badass. They, like mm. she doesn't get. To, they don't show that enough with her. I don't mm-hmm. think in these movies. Yeah, like well, that was the thing when, she when they to, went to the prison in the first one. I was just I felt she like she should have been the wipe have that fucking prison clean. Like, yeah, that's why I felt yeah. like they totally like. Oh yeah, because they were getting all the one up on her. Yeah, she's really movie. she's yeah. underused. They might have, of course, corrected going into this one, and then moving forward, mm-hmm. we'll see more of it, but. I felt yeah, I felt like she should have been a lot. And maybe more this is we got vicious. the kinder Gamora. Now we got the one that didn't that wasn't gone through all that stuff. So maybe she's more cutthroat and deadly. That's what I think for three to be mm. Nebula. We've talked about it before. Mm. Where Nebula is going to be a more core member, and she's going to be trying to convince this other Gamora, like, hey, no, we're all good here, you know. Mm. But uh, so yeah, they crash land mm. on the planet. Uh, oh. They call. Um, real quick though, there was a Howard the Duck cameo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I have that next, is, coming up. Is that not there yet? It's in contract. When they, it's the scene after they've crashed and Ego shows up, and uh, they're calling him Trash Panda as opposed to Raccoon. And he's like, "Is that better?" And they're like, "No, it's not better." <laughs> but yeah, they go to Contraxia, 
Which is a real. It's in the comics, but I think it's funny because they made it that's like the a prostitute place. They right? made it a prostitute planet, basically, yeah. and that's where we get the Howard the Duck cameo. Oh, that yeah. Okay, that's gotcha. Okay, and then that's when Stallone shows up and sees uh, uh, Yandu. So we're skipping right past the rocket raccoon. Well, shootout. we'll come back because it comes back yeah, to it right. again. <laughs> You're out of luck until you go duck. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when uh, Stallone kind of has his. Basically, showdown with Yandu saying mm. why he's on the outs with the Ravagers mm. because they don't he deal with trades kids. You don't fuck with kids in yep. the Ravagers. Mm-hmm. You do everything else. You don't fuck with kids, and he did that thing with the kids, and he shouldn't have been dealing with it. Well, and then you find out later though too, which probably jumping too far ahead though. He was he kind of stopped though when he found out that what he was doing, and that's why I didn't take Peter to him. Right. He's like he didn't realize what. He was well, we know going he kept on. Peter because he can fit in the <clears throat> holes no one else can fit into. Well, yeah, but I think there's probably more to it. I think he, he, yeah, he, I mean, we, yeah, we'll get to all that stuff at the end. They uh, wanted to eat you. When right? they're pulling, so when the, um, normal people don't eat people. When the sovereigns show up and they're rolling that carpet out, how do they know where that carpet was going to That's end? what I was thinking too. Like, <laughs> they had to calculate all that out. I mean, to me, I'm like, it should have been almost like a, di- like, it, like, it could have still got stuck at some point, but it could have been like a digital, like, like it cuts the carpet or something, but it just kind of ended. Right where it they needed to. Totally done, right? It's a dumb thing, but I made a note of it. Yeah, they should have had it's some. It's a dumb thing, but I made a note of it. With all their technology, <laughs> they, yeah, they, they could have been laying nano carpet or something. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, we find out she hires Yandu to track down the Guardians of the Galaxy because you know, she's. Fe- those uh, drones almost looked a little gas punkish in a way, too, if you think about Steampunk? Steampunk, that's I it. like gas, gas punk. punk myself. Gas punk's a lot better, sorry. <laughs> it's gas punk. My apologies. <laughs> No, but steam. I feel like they were a little. Which ones? The, the all the, the sovereign, the sovereign drones, a little bit, like because they, they almost. Okay, listen. They well, almost the look the like fifties mechanics. Ju- yeah, you. They right. look like fifties jukeboxes on with wings and stuff, almost with a. Like, I can a, see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we didn't talk about the. Uh, we had uh, Sylvester Stallone and the ice guy that was with them. Oh, he was sweet. Oh no, the crystallized guy. Crystallized. Yeah. That's uh, Michael Rosenbaum. Oh, okay. Um, that's Lex Luthor. Oh, okay. So oh. he, uh, from they the Smallville him- show, he had a little cameo, and that was his. They didn't no give talking, him a costume? Him. Well, the, the crystallized guy. I think he's was. crystallized, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was kind of cool. He Rosenbaum. made noise kind of when he yeah. moved, sounding like... But that's the, Michael Rosenbaum. The crystal sound of... And then one a of nice the, cameo without actually seeing him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So then we get to... Uh, like any stormtrooper ever. We cut right. back We cut back to... Uh, <laughs> Ego's kind of trying to bond with... Uh, with with him saying, you know, I'm your father, this and that. The typical, I'm a, the dad out of your life kind of thing. And then he's not having any of it, but Nebula, or uh, Gamora's the one that kind of talks him into well, giving... I, but I think Peter kind of figures a few things out as he's talking, though. He's just like, if you loved her, why did you ever go back? Well, he, he loves his so you're, mom you're so missing much. The, so are we talking about how he landed on the Eagle Planet now? No, 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 no. They're still, like, on, on uh, the, crash, oh, they're on the, the cra- crash planning planet, because that's where they split up. So. Okay, all right. Before he takes him off on his little ship. We're yeah. We're talk about that. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, just trying to Gamora, out yeah Gamora wasn't trusting him, but Peter didn't trust him. But, it, but Gamora was also kind of having insight, like, hey, we'll, we'll kill him if we have to kill him. But, you know, this is this is what you kind of wanted, like. She's mm-hmm. exhibiting because she's they they're their uh, will they won't they type of stuff going on the Sam and Diane they talk about later, but it's like they care about each other but she doesn't want to admit it he doesn't want to admit it, but that's when she's saying you know she knows he'll be happy if he's actually found his father but mm-hmm. he loved his mom so much he's taking defense for on her behalf basically, so they decide they split up Drax and uh, Gamora and which makes sense and uh, uh, Star Lord go go off with Ego Mantis gets introduced. And then uh, Rocket stays behind with little baby Groot. 
and Nebula as a prisoner to fix the ship, which seems impossible to fix. Well, he but he was fixing it with that nano gun, some kind of spray. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was kind of that'd be awesome if that's how you could fix shit. Yeah, man, I'd have my cars run. Then uh, <laughs> and then you got uh, Mantis. Her introduction, I think, is very good, mm. just because she's trying to. You know, show explain her power set. Oh, they were talking about on the ship now. Yes, they're, they're on the ship, there. and she's put she's put ego to sleep, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah, that's when she's like going Peter, like, oh, you you love you ha- you feel love for her, you know, and then Drax well, well, is like, Drax. do me, do me, do me, and then what's you're just uh, really happy or blah blah blah. <laughs> And, oh, and then she starts laughing because yeah. he thought that was the funniest shit ever. Yes. Yeah, she loses. Yeah, he, yep. he's she losing control. She destroyed you. Do him, do him. Yeah. Uh, you have sexual feelings for <laughs> her. And yeah, then Drax just loses it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's your deepest, darkest secret. Yeah. He, that's what I say. He's not dumb in it. He's just he's relaxed. He's yeah. he's found his people. Well, like, well, like you said. He's like, aware. If he's aware of them loving each other and him being a deep, dark secret. Mm-hmm. He's very aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Very straightforward with everything too, though. Like, yeah, he's. Very she's about then. And, then she tries to grab uh, Neb- or Gamora too, and uh, she's like, nope, oh, sure. yep. not a chance. <laughs> uh, so then we cut back to Rocket, where uh, Yondu has found them. How how did how did Yondu and the Ravagers find? Well, uh, they had a tracker on a ship. Yeah. Oh, they said they put one and, on way back. And he's trying to fix the thing, but he hears one of them, so he goes out into the woods. Well, he's gone. We don't even know. We just hear the music playing. Raccoon. Yeah, yeah Rocket's Raccoon. already. Well, he's, uh, he's already booby trapped. Everything like he's well, he's Which a genius in a sense. I mean, yes. maybe not genius, genius, but he's. he's what well, shows how much of a badass he is? Like everybody oh. got their moment again, being a good sequel, giving everybody their moment to shine. That place like, in why the woods are was they, his. Yeah, yeah, why are they so? Good at what they all do, and this one you really have all these moments just highlighting the characters. Mm-hmm. I know he was, he had that, <laughs> that place set up nice <laughs> and does it to entertain himself as well, yeah. right? He, oh, yeah, totally. He, he 100% does it to entertain himself because he's listening to music and different traps are going off. And he just keeps throwing the, the gravity <laughs> bomb to throw him up and down just because oh, yeah. it's <laughs> funny to him. And, <laughs> like, yeah, they're one side versus the other. That's hilarious. So then you get the showdown with Yandu. Mm. Where he's like, okay, well, you know, we've come here. Just give us the batteries. We'll be gone. Everybody, like, that's not the Ravager's way. But you're realizing Yandu does have a soft spot. He mm-hmm. loves Peter. He's raised him. This is him. what he's that's called out on having that soft spot. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so then that's when you're starting to get some of the mutiny and dissent going on along the ranks. Mm-hmm. They shoot, which we never knew why he had that thing on his head, that little, like, mohawk. No, we did. You explained did we know? it to me when I asked Well, I'm, on the first Guardians Oh, well, we fi- I think we figured it out because of the second one, though. I don't think we knew. No, I remember asking you guys, and you were like, oh, yeah, the control that thing. That was his control. Because his arrow is awesome. I think that's one of the greatest kind of uh, comic book inventions. Dude, it's too powerful. Well, in it's it the same. It is cool, though. It's, it's the same thing like we thought. It's too powerful, but it's only powerful. Like, he's got to He's got a whistle just whistle. right. Yeah. It's he's got so a whistle just right, which I think that. But if it can go through anything. <laughs> yes. Right. And then, it, to me, it was almost the same kind of cool. Like the uh, only good yeah. thing in Jupiter's legacy was that uh, that the, the little the like sh- stick, the stick, the, the magic the rod, shaft. whatever it was that he would use to teleport. Why is he doing that? He's like he's jerking off a magic I don't, rod. Dude, I just, as he tries to come up with what something means, as it, it's, it's an italic my shape. Hands. But it, but so something he's trying to think of. I, he can't quite describe what it is, but we know it's in phallic form, correct? <laughs> yes. And he's doing this. Form and his forearm and his hand the whole time. I think I was more pumping my hand than shaking my hand. Mm, A little bit of both. So (laughs) whatever your technique is, and it finally um, came to him. A little bit of both. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, then we go back. They've uh, they've shot uh, Yandu's headgear off, and then uh, Nebula vows to go along with him. Mm-hmm. She has her big moment where she eats that root. Yeah. Then she's like, "It's not right. It's not right." Yep. And then uh, tons of those. They capped. Yeah, they captured all of them. So now Yandu's a prisoner. Rack, Rocket's a prisoner. They're well. They already debarked all of uh, Yandu's loyal crew, mm-hmm. which I was like, uh, okay, that's well. I guess that's how what they would do if they're like a. And that ship is a big ship. Like it's a bigger it's ship huge. than I thought. What's huge? And then we get the introduction to Taser Face. Which, which do you know is, who that actor is? Taser Face. No, but that that's that whole thing with Rocket. Was which again hilarious. is a perfect Rocket. How he subverts things. Right. That's his yes. his method is to like mock you. He might, mm-hmm. he's gonna die, but he's going down swinging. But he's so little, he's go- if he can't use his hands, he's gonna use his mouth, right? And that's oh, what he's just riffing on him. <laughs> <laughs> now, that actor, do, do you know who that actor, do, do you watch This Is Us? No, I do not. Oh, okay. no, you need Jeremy for this one, but he's the one guy, I don't even remember the guy's name anymore, but. No, he's banned from winning contests. Huh? Jeremy, oh, yeah, yeah, Jeremy's banned. Jeremy's banned, banned from winning contests. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. Um, so they're in prison. We see them tort. Well, they, how do they convince them not to kill them? Well, oh, they, Nebula, they're tra- Nebula they, does. They, they, Nebula does so they can get money for them. But I think Nebula really doesn't want them dead. Yeah. Ne- the, the, the Nebula's bounty, the bounty, right? Right. I was hurt when I kind of saw one of his right hand guards go out the window. Um, the guy that played in Sons of Anarchy. Then he's yeah. kind of the right hand guy here. And he finally goes out. I'm like, shit, they're going to wipe them all out. And they do what his whole crew's gone, but like three of them. Right. And you got James Gunn's brother, which is still around. Right. Uh, you got they keep Groot, but they use Groot as a toy because he's too cute yeah, to kill. Yeah, he's the mascot. He's too mm-hmm. cute to kill. Taylor! And they, they put him in the same outfit. <laughs> Ravager suit or something, right? Yeah. That's, and they uh, just beer make him on dance him. for him. Beer yeah, it's horrible. It's kind of really bad and horrible. I mean, they're bad. They're supposed to be bad guys. I mean, they're really, really making them no, bad but guys. I loved the way Rack, Rocket Raccoon just didn't give a shit. I'm going to make fun of you because I know you need money for me. You're saying you're going to do shit to me. Yep. So I'm going to keep going at you. I'm going to keep cracking up. And he up starts turning around on, yeah. on him. Like he turns his own crew out against him. Sort oh, of. I love that. It was like Raccoon does not give a shit. So then, then they put him in the. They put, yep. They're in the prison. And then that's when uh, Yandu realizes if he can get uh, Groot to well, go. What's Groot kind of. Sh- not um, <clears throat> Rocket <laughs> Raccoon kind of shakes him out of his little self pity party he's having. Hey, come out of it. Come on. We got to come up with something. We got to get out of here. Then. Groot mm-hmm. walks by. Well, we also... Well, they uh, bond. They do, but that yeah. made me think when you were saying that, uh, it made me think, too, like, pretty much the whole first half of this uh, show, too, or the movie, is that Rocket seems to be, like, pushing everybody else in the oh, group that's right. apart or, or away. Yeah, Peter makes a point at one point saying, he goes, you, don't, you know, you're an asshole. You don't need to push everybody away. Like, do you just want everybody to hate you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says it, like, a couple times. Yeah. That, yeah, a lot of people keep saying it, yeah. So, yeah, that so that kind of, but I figured, like, Probably bring that up since no, that's a good point. That's part of like the whole family building kind of thing, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's but. like he hates himself so much, he's just because he can't allow himself to love somebody, so he pushes everybody. Push everybody. And then that's what Yandu kind of has that beginning to have those heart to heart moments with, yeah, him. exactly. Exactly. I guess that was a good time that brought it up then, yeah, because they do. They, they're like, he's like, I he? am you, boy, yes, yes. Which I was like, that was a good part, like, that's <laughs> a pretty good part. Mm-hmm. So they start recruiting Groot, who happens to luckily walk by. Right. It's, it's well, probably he was kind of moping, only... too, wasn't he? If, if I remember correctly, he was kind of, like, moping a little bit. Like... I mean, he's probably moping around the whole ship. We don't know how long he's moping for, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we'll yeah, they were back. dumping beer on him, and they were all passing out and probably not putting him in the cage because they were all drunk. So yeah. he's just wandering around the ship. 
mm-hmm. finds them, and then that's when <laughs> trying to get the yeah, other. like, "Get me my fin." It looks we, like we this. get through this whole movie that Baby Groot is very hard to take in directions <laughs> with everything. Oh my god, yes. It, so here's it the thing: brings that, him an eye. Let's keep it. Why? Yeah. Do is that Thor's eye? When he wakes up, <laughs> when he wakes up, where's my eye? Is that the eye that I, he gives to Thor? Is oh, does I he think, get yes, Thor? Yes, it eye? is. I, I think ah, it is. Okay. I think wow, it is. Everything's a big loop. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everything's connected. Um, I. <laughs> so here's the thing that I was a little weird by. So Groot, he's his baby Groot, right? And he goes to get the fin. So at one point, he has to grow his hands to get up on the bed to get over to get to the dresser. Mm-hmm. Well, why can't he just grow tall then? Grow bigger. Oh, his he, legs he's just, just figuring standing. stuff out. I mean, he, he can grow like his arms. Adult Groot did in the prison breakout in the right, first movie. Yeah. I just think he doesn't figure it out yet. Like, like walk before you run type thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it works different with trees. A baby, a baby's going to learn to reach before they learn to walk. So, How many baby trees do you know? <laughs> just that one. <laughs> <laughs> just baby Vin you Diesel don't know and his best acting role in history <laughs> yes so he yes. finally retrieves the, the deluxe lines too man the deluxe and the larger am I saying I am or Groot here or we are what am I saying here uh, I am Groot okay thank you <laughs> very Groot. much okay. line <laughs> line <laughs> well the story the st- he has if he forgets one more time it's sort of <laughs> They say there are actual lines, <laughs> we'll grab that and he and just it reads okay. I am Groot in a way to try to evoke what the line is. Oh. There is actually, supposedly, lines that are actually written. Mm, someone's sticking up for him. <laughs> hey, he's family. He's <laughs> family, that's right. <laughs> We're at Olive Garden. And then um, they go to, they, they get the fin out, finally, and he... Not the guy <clears> from Star Wars. <laughs> yes, right. not Finn. And they, uh, no stormtroopers. Yandu does the whistle through the whole ship. They play like a, I forget what song they play for yeah. that part, but it's a good song that works. You're just seeing him just annihilate everybody. Rocket finally gets his guns and he's shooting people. Rocket puts his music on, doesn't he? Like you said, he does. Rocket does it the yes. whole time. That's what I said. He, he loves the he music, music, but he'll never admit it. He'll never admit it. And then they uh, blow up the whole ship. They get the one guy, James Gunn's brother, whose character's name I don't know. Yeah, Sean is his name in real life, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sean Gunn. And he's the one that kind of started the mutiny, but didn't mean to start the mutiny. And feels loyal to Yandu, so they take off with a part of the ship and go. Um, And then they start time jumping, because they know what Ego's story is. Yandu confesses, hey. Yeah, you only jump... uh, Four at a time or 12 at a time, you're doing 500 or something. Yeah, it was a ridiculous number. So their eyes go, and they, somebody has fun with the computer CGI. Yes. Yeah, Making they did, because I'm pretty sure some of that shit that you wouldn't have recovered from. Yeah, because right, their body stretched, and it came, kind of like you said, the, the body would explode and come back together. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, and then when you stop at the very last one, you're just like, it's even worse than what they did in gush in the end of Total Recall, when they're yeah, yeah. on the, the surface, oh, his, eyes are, ah, his eyes are bugging out, and then. They get atmosphere and then they go back to and normal. Then they're fine. Totally it doesn't fine. seem like totally it's possible. Um, yeah. Then they um, then on ego. We're now finding out that uh, um, Drax and Mantis are bonding, and to the point that she's touched. You know, she touches and gets the sense of what his loss of his family, and it endears her to want to f- confess what ego's plan is. But then she doesn't necessarily trust Gamora or is afraid of Gamora. Well, she kind of walks in on them too. So like, yeah, she. I think she's like afraid of her. Well, she yeah, because what well, she didn't want her to touch her in the first time, mm-hmm. right? So you're like, because that she's what they say she's a empath, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, like Deanna Troy from Star Trek. Yeah. So, so she if she can't feel her like what her empathy is or whatnot, then she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't trust her. Doesn't know what her true like end game is in a sense. Right. 
Now, as they're going through the time warp, there's one planet they pass like rock fighting creatures. I yep. was like, this time I was like, oh, are those core? Is that like Korg's planet? Are those rock mm-hmm. lords? <laughs> and then uh, watch we see watch to a Stan Lee's mm-hmm. cameo. And then uh, I remember when I watched this movie originally, and we were getting to the part where uh, Ego's talking to. I think because it's right before Yondu admits everything that happened, but Ego's talking with him about the song Brandy. Mm-hmm. With Star Lord and kind of teaching them like, oh, here's your powers, and they make the little base. Well, he's ball. walking him through oh. him traveling from planet to planet, in love with his mom. He's using yep. these giant eggs to 3D show, 3D like printer. 3D printer almost. Yeah. But, but yeah. it's all biological. Like right. it's really, it's kind of like gr- cool and gross. Like I, when you look at the floor, the way that the patterns are, it's like, oh, this is like a almost like a giant biological, uh, like a microscopic kind of blown up yeah. display. Like it was very, very well and like, designed. Go, and that's how I met your mom, Peter. Anyway, he just talks about it. I just and I remember, but I remember a portion of the story. Yeah, and I remember thinking in the theater, like going, "Wait a minute, who is the bad guy in this movie?" Mm. And I felt like right as I thought that because I'm like, "This is way far in, and we haven't really gotten to anything." Then that's when the Yandu's kind of started well, ego is a story. He's an asshole in the comics, so I didn't know to what extent, though. Okay. You know what I mean? I if there was going to be somebody else, I didn't know at all. Well, you don't give somebody a name like Ego and. Right, I was saying his name is Ego, so the he living must have ego, ego, the living planet, like that's his actual full name. So he's explaining all this stuff to Peter. So now they're having he's showing how to use his powers. So he's like holding his fingers together and he's telling him to think or whatever. So these powers start going back and forth, and uh, he forms it into a ball inadvertently. So one thing he complained about earlier how he missed all those things not having a dad grow up, mm-hmm. and now catch. he's playing catch, catch with, with his, his dad. dad. Yep. I was like, okay, this is corny. I, I do it. like I do like later when they tease him, like, oh, you could. He goes, oh, you can create anything. What did you create? A ball. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like as an adult, I've played with Play-Doh with like my niece and nephews <laughs> and stuff. And it's just like I make worms. I make a ball. Like I don't have the imagination capacity for that stuff anymore. Oh, gee. well, and there was a Hasselhoff cameo there too. Oh yeah, that, that comes up a little, a little bit. Well, that's when he's no, that's when he's angry and goes. Oh, that was later. That's, yeah, that's Damn later. it, sorry. So now we've got Pretty Yondu. <laughs> Yondu's on the path. Because you know Hasselhoff's his real dad. Is it really? Yeah, that's what he used to tell people in that's school. That's what he told, told people because he had the little picture. Oh, that's his, that's right. His, uh, the, wallet. Um, I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking Chris Pratt's real dad was Hasselhoff. The way you said that, I was <laughs> sorry. In <did> Nebula, <laughs> Nebula stay with... Uh, she's not on the planet. <clears throat> she's uh, she's with Rex. Oh, she, she took she no. She took off with from the pirates before they made okay. their escape and blew okay. up the ship because she wanted to get to Nebula. Okay, so that's where Nebula's kind of off on her own, and she's you know she's yeah. trying to figure out what's going on and figuring. You know, out. The, the guy asked her, "What are you going to do with your share?" Oh, oh, I'm going to go hire an army and go kill my dad. Yeah, and he goes, oh, I thought maybe a nice little pony or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. or a necklace, a pretty, ne- a pretty necklace. She gets into like a five-minute spew about just all this dark shit she's going to do. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to go blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It's all super dark shit. Yes. And he's like, oh, I thought maybe a pony or something would be nice. <laughs> so, yeah. It's great. Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that. That was great. Yeah, she has the showdown with Nebula trying to crash a ship in her when, you know, Every everything she's doing is digging deeper and deeper into the planet. And then that's the moment when I put I go, uh da, 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 what did I, how did I write it? But I was just like, How strong she really oh. is. Oh, when you realize how strong Gamora is when she just picks up that gun off the ship. I was, I was gonna say she picks that up, she throws it on her shoulder and she starts shooting it. Like that thing there would like I don't know. I mean, is she really is she supposed to be she's that supposed strong? She's supposed to be that strong, yeah. I mean, that seems pretty strong. But then they have their little moment where they kind of come to terms with each other. 
as mm-hmm. the ships like, like they've almost killed each other multiple times. Mm-hmm. But then they find that inner room with all the skulls. And then we're getting the story from Yondu. And then Peter's finally getting the full story from him. Well, he's also piecing things together too a little he's, bit. Now he's suffused the power of the planet because he says, as long as you stay, as long as this planet's here and you stay on this planet, you've got all this power. That's why I have to leave and come back. Mm. And is it then that he reveals that he loved the mother and he could only visit her so often? But well, he, he slipped and said that he regretted putting the tumor in her head because he wanted it. to make sure he wouldn't go back. I think that's yeah, pretty much because he said he'd visit her. Yeah, he visited her four times. Four, yeah. If I think it was four times. He loved her the most of all the beings. Now he was going from planet to planet, planting these blue flowers mm-hmm. and planting he his seeds. His yes. women planting a yes. seed. Yes. So it was a double. But nobody Two else seeds. He was planting, and nobody else took. What did the blue flowers do again? Well, that's when he was going to. Once he had the power of a, a spawn, one of his own children, to kind of give him more power, he could access all those little flowers on the planets and take over them to make them one giant organism with himself. So every planet, if every planet got taken over, then the galaxy, every planet he ever visited with these flowers would now merge with him. Okay. All right. Because he explained he was a celestial, that he was basically a brain for millions of years that just slowly but surely started collecting data and material around himself. And, Mm -hmm. you know, then he made a human form so he can go around and visit. So... The, he's got kids everywhere, but those kids don't live long, right? No, he kills them. That's what Yandu or probably other people too, aside from Yandu, would go around and gather them, bring them, and he would see if they had the ability to create, mm. access the power of the planet, mm. and none of them could, so he'd kill them. Didn't take and the, he, his genes. So this and is later the first. he found out when he heard from the ending of Guardian Galaxy 1 that one of his kids, held, a guy, yeah. held a Guardian Stone, Infinity. a Guardian Stone, Infinity, Infinity Stone, Stone, yes. He knew that had to be his kid. And that's the first time he mentions that, too. He goes, oh, you know, you held an infinity stone. They're all, I remember being like, ooh. Like, when we saw like, that, we're like, fuck, he's holding on to that. But then we wrote it off easy going, well, he held on to other people and they shared all their energy, right? Yeah. So we wrote that off mm. really fast to that. Oh, wow. And we didn't know it was necessarily I didn't write it off that fast. Well, we knew his dad in the comics is Jay Song. Right. Yes. Uh, Spartax. So, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. Not too. you. <laughs> So they changed it for this, J-A- which J apostrophe S O N or something like yeah, that. Yeah. That's how you should That's spell your I name. That's how I spell my name. <laughs> so we get the uh, everything's coming together, and then that was when he's like, "Oh, you killed my mom!" And then he takes his uh, his cassette player, his Walkman, and crushes it too. So it was like one two punch, <clears throat> and then that's when the big battle starts going down with. Well, when everybody. did he see eternity? Why they were having a conversation, didn't he? Remember, he looks up to the sky and he showed the galaxy in his eyes. Yeah, I that's don't before think, that. He just, yeah, I mean, that's when he's like wooing him, going, oh, you know, you can have all this. Well, everybody power. assumes that's eternity he's looking up into, or it can just be the galaxy. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, so they eternity, get. Eternity, what's that? The big. Uh, there's like it's cosmic beings. Um, eternity's towards the top, top, top. It looks uh, sort uh, of uh, like uh, how Uatu looks with a big head, but it's just all stars. Yeah, eternity it's is an outline of the universe and human form. <laughs> mm. Like, I don't know how to. It's like it's all colored in with the universe, but it's a human form on the outside. But very much like yeah. the trippier side of everything. Super powerful creature. Uh, there's only a few creatures more powerful than in, uh, in the Marvel universe. And then uh, once the battle starts beginning, we get Rocket showing up, and then he wants to have Groot take those batteries, the the uh, uh, Sovereign's make, batteries, his makeshift bomb that he does, right, to blow up the brain in the He's middle of the always planet. Always making something. <laughs> Everybody's got their little things going on. 
Nebula and Gamora are kind of well, finally bonding. They it's, did say that too. Like, what is like, what are you doing now? He's like, oh, I'm making a bomb. I'm like, why? I'm like, we might need it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, those might not be his exact oh, words, a, but well, they have the big moment, the round table with the plan, where they're trying oh, to come yeah. up with a plan, and it's like Groot's the first one to be in on it. But I don't remember all the all the like. There's a lot of again jokes. There's a lot more yes. humor in this than I remembered mm-hmm. even being from the first time around. So we have. The big showdown where they're trying to take out, uh, not, or I mean, uh, Mantis is making Ego sleep, yep. and then some piece of rock. And, oh, and then all the contra- are the uh, not the contractions, but all the um, oh, sovereigns uh, show sovereignship. up. So they're kind of messing with their plan. To or jump straight to the end here. Okay, it's, yeah, I mean, it is. It's all it's we're pretty close. Crescending to this battle. Well, it starts, it start, yeah, it starts, the battle's a big like thirty yeah, minutes. Of the it's movie. like a big fight, pretty much. And it, I mean, it bounces around a little bit, but yeah, it's like. A lot of it towards the end there. So. so their plan is to get this bomb to the center of Ego's to his, his brain, brain, to his basically. brain, to the center of the planet. Because he explains earlier how he grew and how he became who he was, which you probably gave a little too much information there. So they figured if he grew from this, but he planet, thought he had Peter on his side, and Peter yeah. sort of was. Yeah, but until Mantis, but Mantis, I think, gave them some information. Mantis told Mantis, uh, Green Girl, where it was. Fa- yeah, she she finally admitted to uh, Gamora. And uh, Drax, what like mm. his plan was? Yeah, so they are. That's what everything. Everything was coming together at the same. I time. I forgot how like when they're traveling to the planet and all the bubbles going on around Earth. I'm watching that on my TV. I'm like, and this looks gorgeous. Yeah, it's, it looks it's really very, good. Very pretty. So sorry. Very it's colorful. Good. Yeah. No. It, it, but I mean, just well, the and deets. all this technology too. Like the way they do a lot of that stuff is actually pretty sweet too. Like you know when his. Uh, so when the ship, the egg ship lands, and then they take that little egg uh, bridge hover balcony. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Balcony, yeah. They take the hover balcony all the way across uh, this open area where they see the bubble thingies, which you're talking about, I think. When he, when he kind of like And again, it's bone. It looks it. like bone or cartilage. Like everything yeah, is and then, yeah. bioorganic. But, but then when he gets really close, it like between that and where he's kind of like docking with, uh, like the way it Oh, Gamora knew something was very right. Fluid. Something wasn't clicking right. She was like, what were you going to tell Drax before I walked out there? And then. She goes, well, I'm like a flea on a dog's back. She goes, well, you're a flea on a dog's back. But she goes, yeah, but I'm a flea with a purpose. Right. And but Gamora knew something wasn't clicking. She right. fa- yeah. Uh, well, they. I think well, Peter and her both felt like something wasn't right exactly. Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, like Peter kind of started getting a little sucked into it. He was it. getting wooed. He was definitely getting. He wooed. was, but I think he was still like a little skeptical because. Well, and he then was, there's the well, there's the mystic. He's he's now he's realizing he's a half god. He's he's a half celestial. Yeah. He's got power. Mm-hmm. So he's also going. Oh, I would only make things like Pac Man or oh, right. I can build you know oh, whatever yeah. foreshadowing. Yes, yeah, so he said all these things the he would do, and I think that's really what it was. Was he was kind of and then when he's like, oh, you got to abandon your friends. He's like, wait, no, I don't. That was like the first phase. Mm. Then the admitting the killing the mother. Then he destroyed his mixtape. So it was just everything was like, we got to take him out. We're done. He's like, oh, you'll you'll lose your god side. And he's like, well, whatever. And I didn't know I had that anyway. So raccoon gives. So now we're we're at this big battle. Everybody's kind of in place. Um, Groot's not listening about the bomb, which is the old preview. There's only two buttons. You only have to hit the one on the left. Why even put that other button on? Why? That's it. I'm watching again. I'm like, so why is that other button there again? (laughs) In a worst case scenario, so you don't have to wait. And. if something goes south and you're like, it's me, I can oh, just blow us all up. There's no five minute there's window. No, another button. There's no window to get away. Okay. We got to do it now. That seems like lazy. If that was the case, you would just maybe double tap that button, right? Right. I was just like, yeah. It's, maybe rock, button. it's Rocket. Rocket's got to have contingency plans. Uh, like, okay. Then he's looking for scotch tape. Or, I'm sorry. He's looking for tape. And they send Groot down there, Mr. Wheat, the <laughs> worst no, guy in the movie with directions. No, they're, always, they're sending for tape, looking for tape. So Quill goes out and asks everybody for tape. I thought that he was lying about going around everybody. But this, this time watching, I'm like, <laughs> 
No, I think he actually. Right? Drax, you got any tape? He's, hey, Gamora, you got any yeah. tape? Oh, but he goes, he goes, will scotch tape work? He goes, oh, no, rocket, will scotch? Yeah, it will. Well, I don't have any. He's like, well, then why did you ask? <laughs> like, the, right, that know. was the moment I was like, okay, he's really asking it. <laughs> I like, thought he was being a smart ass initially. And then uh, they're all kind of like crash landing down the little ship that Yondu was in. Yep. He's now, you know, Peter has his rocket pack on and the Yondu's holding the whiz, the arrow. And he's like, yeah. laughs, and he goes, oh, you look like, Mary it's Fox. my, it's, it's even better now. <laughs> but he's like, he laughs initially, because he's now realizing like, oh, hey, this man was my father. My mm. father was not my father. I didn't need mm-hmm. David Hasselhoff, which is the cameo when yep. he's trying my, to appear well, to make well, you Well, that's what he said. He's, but he goes, he's coming down so, as. He might have been your father, boy, but he wasn't your daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that could have been taken wrong, but. <laughs> no, he's, uh, yeah, Michael Rooker's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, but that's great. when he's coming down, he's like. He laughs. He goes, what? And he goes, you look like Mary Poppins. He goes, is he cool? And I love that term. He's like, oh. yeah. He doesn't even crack. He's like, yeah, he's yep. cool. He's <laughs> like, I'm Mary Poppins. Y'all. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's one of the best scenes in all the Marvel movies. That I wasn't think. written in, correct? I don't know. I think it was. No, I think they said he. Did he ad lib that? Ad lib that. Yeah. The oh, I'm Mary so, Poppins. Oh, y'all part. so maybe just the little exchange was there. Okay. I can <laughs> see that. Yep. Yep. But I mean, it's, Those. it's, it fills in so much. Like I that that's good writing where you can say so much with so little and still be funny, right? You mm-hmm. understand those characters very, very much. Um, so then, yeah, everything's going south. Like the whole battle against Ego, when he's doing all the tentacles, mm-hmm. definitely a callback to the beginning with them fighting the obelisk. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the oh, same yep. kind of idea. Camera moving around like crazy. Everybody's kind of parting off different ways. Uh, Drax is carrying Mantis, mm-hmm. who's now when she was keeping him sleeping, something hits her, and he's like. Mantis, look out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they give him the rocket pack, and he's like, he doesn't wear one initially because it oh, hurts his nipples. nipples. <laughs> he's like, my nipples. <laughs> but he flies up with her to try to get to the ship where uh, James Gunn's brother is at. Well, yeah, well, I don't even know. We'll just keep calling him that. And then we've got uh, Rocket's dealing with Groot at the center core, and then Rocket comes out and leaves him there, which I was kind of like, oh, okay. And hopefully Groot does all right by himself. And then Gamora and uh, Nebula are on some kind of rocks that are shifting and growing to the surface. So everybody's basically trying to get to the escape ship while they're waiting for this to blow up. Peter is fighting Eagle full-fledged, using all his powers. He's turning into giant Pac-Man. And uh, it goes on and on to the point where uh, it's just Yondu left, right, and Peter on the planet. Rocket gives them, he goes, I've got one shield and I've got one rocket pack. That's all. Yeah, just those three. Yeah, yeah. So they're all trying to get as many of them off the place mm-hmm. as possible. They're on the ship, and then that's when Drax climbs on, and he's like, he, he says some insult to Groot. He's like, he calls him stupid little thing. Or he says something to Groot. So as Drax is climbing on, there's a scene of Groot, like, he's punching him, which <laughs> is so funny just because he's, like, doing nothing, of course, because he's so little. But is it Rocket basically says... As they're about to take off, like they're closing the door, and it's almost well, they, like they ask where Peter is, right? And Rocket's the one. They that ask says, where Peter is. Are multiple they, on the below too? They ask. Yeah, everybody keeps showing up. Where's Peter? Except where's for Peter. Peter. And then that's where uh, the, when the door is closing, it's kind of almost like when Dr- Drax. I felt like was like uh, Chewbacca, like like uh, you know, like when the door is closing with with uh, Han Solo being outside because. Mm. Is it? I think again, it's Rocket who goes. I've lost enough friends today. We got to get out of here. Oh, because they were gonna. They were gonna. Um, somebody was gonna go back and get Peter. I'm blanking out right now. And he knocks them out. And they don't go. They don't leave to go get. He goes. I lost enough friends today. Oh yeah. Was it Gamora? He knocks out. 
I think so. He yeah, he goes, okay, so Rocket does take out Gamora. Yeah, and he goes, I, I've lost enough friends for one day. So he becomes the captain of the ship at that point. Yeah, and he's basically right. He's yeah. some total he's, zero. Like, we're writing off. Mm-hmm. We, we're losing Yandu. We're losing Quilla. Best, mm-hmm. Worst case scenario. Like, <clears throat> So, um, yeah, they're taking off. Yandu ends up putting the quills knocked out. The bomb goes off. Mm-hmm. The planet's about to implode. He puts the shield on Peter, but he puts the rockets on him, and then that's when he has that speech of, he may be oh. your, he may be your following. Say, say you did a better accent of him. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't. Yeah, he, may be your, he may be your father, but he ain't your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I felt well, like I, I could have better. I don't know where my he realized that came he from. raised them this whole time. That he he did. And that's what he says to too. Like he goes, "You said you were going to eat me." You know, he's like, "No, he's he, he, it was all just to keep him in line." You know, it was, it was like very, very again, well, well written, very heartfelt. And then when uh, they get out in space, and I put. Quill screaming about Yondu is like Luke screaming about Darth Vader, mm-hmm. another father-son moment. I, there's a lot of Star Wars things in this, you know, that they reference, but... Um, a little they, different father-son thing, though, different, than yes, that, but, but yeah. So I, now they're you, up you in space. Uh, Peter's got the, the bubble bubble wrap <laughs> astronaut. Yep. Yeah, the bubble, <laughs> bubble, yeah. And he gets on the ship, and they make it, they get away, they escape. Then they're giving Yondu his funeral... You know, well, a, a Ravager funeral is something he well, would never have. He said they, that's what Stallone says early on is like basically you'll never have. But they get word out on how he ended his life. Right, how he saved basically the galaxy. Because <laughs> as Ego was using Peter's power, they were on all the planets where he planted Peter's the seeds. Power, Peter's power, Peter's power. <laughs> Though it was turning to like some giant blue or purpley blob. Well, they, show, uh, they showed you around different planets how this was covering each. Planet yeah. up, yeah. And so Peter, yeah, like they saved basically the galaxy. They mm. did. They were the guardians not, of the galaxy. Yeah. Not the people that got eaten. But not everybody. They didn't save the, everybody. Yeah. They didn't save everybody. So uh, they end up putting on the funeral for him properly. And then all the Ravagers show up and do the fireworks, which they talked about earlier. And and I put, I go, what other movie can end with a raccoon crying? Because that's one of the last shots before all the post credits. I didn't know it had something. I forgot. I know. I was too. I was surprised. <laughs> Five five post credits. Oh, all the yeah. Oh. I don't remember them. So first, there was one last thing too. Well, keep oh. going because there's something at the very end here. At, well, the, the po- I'm going to go into the post credits. Is it about those? Well, it's after those. Okay. I think it's like right before the last. Might be the very last. last well, the very thing, first one they show is uh, Sean Gunn practicing with the headgear, Yandu oh, headgear, the whistling with the whistling, yes. and then it goes around the corner and it stabs Drax in the <laughs> Drax, leg. Ah! <laughs> And then we see the other Guardians of the Galaxy, Stallone's group together, you know, basically kind of setting up that they might be in the third, you know, third one. Could be their own Guardians. Right. And then we get the uh, Adam Warlock teaser, finally, Mm -hmm. where we see Aisha. Apparently the Sovereign Nation is not happy happy about what happened to them. So she's trying to show them, I'm going to show them the perfect being. Yep. Because they got bested every single time, pretty mm -hmm. much. Well, they changed the cocoon, so an original end of the Guardians... Uh, in the background, uh, no, it's not Guardians, was it? What movie it was, was in uh, the Collector's Place. I think it was at the end of Thor: Dark World. In Thor: Dark World, they show a cocoon that looks sort of like. Yeah, it's it. supposed to look like the cocoon for Adam Warlock, but now there's a whole other cocoon that's made different. So whatever. And then yeah. uh, the next one, the fourth <laughs> one, was uh, showing Teenage Groot. Yes, he was uh, oh. very. He was playing video games on his phone. Uh, Groot. Didn't want to. You know, he wouldn't clean his room. There's branches deep, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then the very, very last post credit is yeah. Stanley with the uh, watchers. Watcher. Yeah. Oh, and they're walking away. And they're walking away. He's like, "Hey, how am I getting home?" Because he's explaining in his earlier scene. Mm-hmm. And one time I was a FedEx delivery guy, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, he's talking about all," which is they've kind of insinuated that before <laughs> that. So James Gunn, James Gunn actually ended up writing all 
every one of oh, his girl appearances. Girl Loki was dating the postman. We've already talked about that. Yes. Stanley. Yep. Ah. Well, there was one thing that I noticed too as I was going through the credits. Uh, in be- I think it was in between the last, the fourth and the fifth one, where it was <laughs> one of the end credits was no raccoons or tree creatures were harmed, <laughs> but not the same can be said about their handlers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did I see that correctly? I had to rewind that's that That's good. Shit. Oh, that's good. Yeah, if you catch stuff like that, take take pictures of the screen and then text them to me. I can put them up online, too. Yeah. And then the last thing I put is that end battle, like uh, like how they're flying around just smashing through stuff. V- very much reminded me of, like, Superman and Zod's battle. But obviously, you can destroy everything at Ego. You just couldn't mm. do it in Metropolis. Mm. Um, any other last thoughts on this one? No, I liked both of these movies. It's a, it, it's a fun, light-humored you well, know. I think these movies set the tone for more human in the Marvel universe. If you don't have the original Guardians, they're not. You're going to have more of that straight, straight-laced Iron Man humor that you had. Do everything up to that point of Guardians, and now they let you be goofy, almost a goofy type right. of humor. And if it weren't for Guardians, you wouldn't have Thor Ragnarok. I don't right. think you would. No, you wouldn't. So yeah, it really. Well, old. they they definitely kind of like meld everything together for sure. And remember when, like, when they announced and allows them to be weird too, right? Yeah, but remember when they announced. Guardians of Galaxy, you're like, damn, this is going to be the first Marvel bomb. Because nobody knows who the Guardians are. Everybody mm-hmm. knows who Iron Man is. Everybody knows who... But when Iron Man came out, he was a B hero also, and Marvel made him, well, Marvel Studios made him mm-hmm. an A-class hero. So, And they did the same thing with Guardians. And with Eternal, Eternals is the next yeah. big experiment to we'll see. We'll see. I, dude, I get a bad... I told you I get a bad... Um, Vibe from my, what TV show uh, was I again? Inhumans. They're gonna. I got a crazy Inhumans vibe. Seeing it's that. It, to me, it's what well, we. I think we've said this in other ones. Like Shang Chi is yeah. a redo of Iron Fist, yeah. and then this is just uh, Eternals is a redo of yeah. Eter- of Inhumans. Uh, Inhumans yeah. You know, doing it right. We'll see. But uh, yeah. All right, that's it for tonight, right? That's it for Clean this up. one. Wait, right. it, talk to wait. You. Is Iron Fist Marvel? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. With all the Defenders and Jessica Jones and Daredevil. And oh, those, are, oh, yeah. those are all? Okay. I mean, they're not considered canon at all, but. Okay. Sorry. Daredevil might be in a new Spider-Man movie. I know. We'll see. All right. Back to work. Back right. to work. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, or I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it. And feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.